Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. Uh, Wes, can I ask you a question? Sure, son. Say what you gotta say. Um, why in tarnation did you hire me? You got a good heart, and you treat people right. Golly, you're gonna make my face turn red. Listen up, I ain't good at making pizzas like Connor. Not all of us are Connors, Billy. We need Billy's, too. But, Wes, I can't figure out how you tolerate me. There are days I can't tolerate myself. Ah, Billy, you're perfect the way you are. I see you like my own son. You mean Connor? Yeah, but you're like the yin to Connor's yang. Wes, I don't think you can say that on the radio. You're going to make him hotter than a goat's butt in a pepper patch. Jim's Razorback Pizza. Blessed to serve you. Eat Jim's RazorbackPizza.com. Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast. I'm Dave Young alongside Stephen Semple. And I was looking at the show notes for today and there's no brand mentioned. It's just Stephen saying he's going on a rant. This one will make sure we mark explicit. <laughs> is this, oh, this is not safe for children. <laughs> Probably not. Oh my gosh. What kind of bee is in your Burt's Bees bonnet? <laughs> Well, there's something I see going on all the time, especially in the home services space, but uh-huh. not only. And that is, you'll see somebody who will spend all this money, they get this beautiful design done, they wrap a truck, or they do uh-huh. a billboard, and they put the goddamn fucking phone number on it. <laughs> and it drives me absolutely insane and we're going to go through the reason why that shouldn't be done but steven since alexander graham bell invented the phone in 1876 isn't that amazing that i would remember that year we've been putting our phone numbers on everything we have and we have to stop we're saying the time has come that ship has sailed there's no reason to do it anymore tell me more part of this is the world has changed here's the thing do we remember phone numbers any longer Have we Mm -mm. still got that skill? I don't know my kid's phone number. I went to mail something to my daughter this morning, and he asked me the phone number. I'm like, yeah, I got to get my phone out to look it up because I don't know. Right. So our skill set for remembering phone numbers is just not there any longer. Now, I do remember my phone number when I was a kid, but that doesn't do me any good now. That phone's, you know, disconnected 40 years ago. Well, that's so funny (laughs) because I have some passwords that are old phone numbers. Sure. Right. Yeah. But here's the other thing. So first of all, we don't have the skill set for remembering phone numbers as well. Secondly, we used to have to only remember seven numbers, right? Because the area code didn't count. Like, so for example, when I was growing up in Toronto, Toronto was 416. Outside of Toronto was 905. Well, now there's like five or six area codes in Toronto, Right. Mm -hmm. 
Now, if you're in a smaller community, like where I live now, they're all 705 numbers, that's fine. But for many, many, many places, there's more than one area code that you need to remember. So now we're having to remember 10 numbers, not seven. And you wanna know how much harder it is to recall 10 numbers than seven? According to science? According to science. It's 50 times harder to recall 10 numbers than seven numbers. Uh huh. We don't remember phone numbers as much as we used to. We now have to remember something that's way harder to remember because it's now 10 numbers than seven numbers. And at the end of the day, what do most people do before they phone you? They go to the web first. And I've seen studies that say it's 92% of consumers do it. I've seen studies that say it's not. But what we know is most people go to the web first. And even if I was driving yeah. behind the vehicle, I would probably say, hey, Siri, call whoever. Sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. So it's this ridiculous thing where all of a sudden we put this phone number on and it's just not going to work that way. Now, people say, hey, what's the harm? Well, here's the harm. The harm is by putting the phone number and the URL on, I'm directing people to two things. What I'd be far better off is make your URL larger and more prominent. Get rid of the phone number. Get a vanity URL that's just easier for people to remember. And we can do a whole thing on URLs as well. There's a bunch of things that drive me freaking crazy on URLs as well. But this whole idea of putting on the phone number, because I want people to call me. I want people to yeah. call me. Well, they're going to go to the website first. Here's the other thing about it that people want to do is like, well, I'm going to put a different phone number on my truck so that I oh, can test God. whether or not people are calling based on seeing the truck. It's like, that's just, I still may see your truck and ask Siri or Google to call you anyway. It does not matter. The important thing is that they called. If I were going to test something, it wouldn't be whether people can remember a phone number because we know they can't. But this is one, and I don't know if this is a great idea or not, but during the pandemic, the technology that came into its own, hardly anybody knew what to do with, and now we all know how to use them, are QR codes, right? And you can program a QR code to either take you to a website or make a phone call, any of those things. So if you have a QR code, I would think on the back of a truck, that might even be easier than asking Siri. It's just point, click, click, and call. I think that's worth trying, we now know how to use them. Once you started going into restaurants and no contact, right? So they just hand you a card that has their QR code and it pulls the menu up. Yeah, because QR codes are interesting. They came out and they were going to be the next coming and there was all this hype around them and then nothing happened. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. Yeah, and as you said, we don't need special software or anything anymore. Yeah, now the cameras just see them and say, hey, what do you want to do with this? I can see a lot more QR code applications in the future because of that ease and familiarity that we now have. I mean, even if I took a picture of your phone number, I can't dial it because I'm looking at the photo. And now I, got, I still have to remember seven, no, ten digits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> While I go back and forth between the photo and the phone, that's not happening. And the part that people and advertisers and businesses don't realize is by adding extra things, you dilute. You lose power as soon as you add things. So in other words, 
on my billboard or my truck wrap, I put on my URL and then I put on my phone number, then I put on my company name and logo. Oh, and then what I really should do is I should lay out the seven things that I do. Oh, and by the way, I should also mention I do free estimates. Oh, and also, right, every time you add something, it is actually not additive. It is subtractive. And people believe it's additive because they go, well, what if they happen to be thinking about needing that service? And it's subtractive. The more you add, the less powerful it is. And that's the thing that people lose sight of because what is the harm of both the URL and the phone number is it detracts. Detracts and it makes the message smaller. It makes it harder to read. It makes it more cluttered, harder to stand out, all of those things. And that's the part that people lose sight of. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. Brought to you by the Least Full of Shit Marketers Association of America. Yes, that's a low bar, but we clear it mightily. We're also the largest pay-per-performance branding group in North America, and that part's for reals. If you're looking for advertising advice geared towards local owner-operated companies, this is your podcast. And now you can pick the brains of these advertising geniuses over lunch without having to pay for lunch or even leave your office. We're talking 90 minutes of straight answers to all your burning questions about lead generation, customer acquisition, mass media branding, how to get off the paper crack treadmill, anything you want. And the only coin required is candor because we can't give no bullshit advice without basing it off no BS data on your company, competitive landscape, operations, and all that jazz. We send you a pre-Zoom questionnaire. You fill it out candidly and boom, Bob's your uncle. You're in like Flynn and we'll be frank as fuck in giving you the straight scoop on all the advertising and business growth questions you always wanted to know, but were too afraid to ask. You'll also get our no pitching and no bitching guarantee. No pitching means we won't pitch you or try to sell you in any way. If you want more after 90 minutes, you'll have to ask. And no bitching means if you don't think the meeting was worth your 90 minutes, we'll send you a hundred bucks. Consider it us picking up the tab for lunch and putting our money where our mouth is. Sound like a not-so-full-of-shit offer? Well, that is what we're known for. Take us up on it at empirebuildersprogram.com. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. We've always said things like trucks, things like billboards, it's a moving target. It's something that people are only going to get a glimpse of. So one thing and do it powerfully in, in as few words as it takes to just get your brand across. Yes. I actually feel so strongly about this that I feel that if somebody is a designer and thinks that they're a marketing expert and they bring a truck wrap to a client that has a phone number on it, you should fire that designer because they actually don't understand marketing and they actually don't understand the human mind and they don't actually understand the journey the customer is going to go on. They just are lazy and are doing it mm. the old way. I actually feel it's not good design and it's actually not serving the customer. And I'm sure I'm going to get lots of emails and complaints about that statement from designers. Yeah, but only, only from the truck wrap people. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing with URLs, I will make this one statement on URLs because this is another one, since I'm on a rant that drives me freaking crazy, is... Long URLs, I don't mind long URLs, but long URLs 
that are actually easy words to remember that are then done all lowercase. Mm-hmm. So, for example, my other business, Business Growth Guys. Now, every time I show that URL, it's capital B, it's capital G, capital G. When you see it that way, it's really easy to read. And mm-hmm. they're easy words to remember. Business, growth, guys. Perfect. If you saw that all in lowercase, it's really hard to read. It's just alphabet soup. It's alphabet soup. And yeah. there's no reason why it's just standard that we chose for it to be all lowercase. And heck, even if a person typed it in with the uppercase, lowercase, it'll still go to you. The web is not case sensitive. So why are we doing it all lowercase? Why are we doing it all lowercase? Why not do uppercase, lowercase, make it easier to read? Sure. The other thing I was going to say is, for God's sake, make sure that whoever's doing your website and managing your domains, make sure that it resolves correctly whether or not you have the www in front of it, because that makes a difference too. You need it to do both, but I've seen so many that is like, if you don't put the www, it doesn't work. Or if you do put it, it doesn't work. And you need to make sure that it works either way, because people are going to do the easiest, stupidest thing they can. That's a really great point. And just one other thought when it comes to design. So we have a client, Noble RV, and the designer, when he was putting together the design on it, so of course it was capital N-O, capital B-U-L-L, capital R, mm-hmm. capital V. What he noticed was the L next to the RV made it a little bit hard to read. So he just, your eye, my eye wouldn't pick it up, but he just added a little extra space like not a space yeah. bar space, but just a little extra space between the L and the R just to make it easier to read. Some well-placed kerning. If you don't have a graphic designer that knows how to do a little bit of kerning to make something more readable, that's a good sign you need a different one as well. Right. Yeah. So again, it's just this make it easier, make it more prominent, get rid of the phone numbers, make the URL easy to read. You feel better? A little bit. A little bit? this was therapy for me oh i'm so glad i'm glad you feel better (laughs) next time on the empire builders podcast another business building story (laughs) there you go (laughs) thanks steven thanks david thanks for listening to the podcast please share us subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave us a big fat juicy five-star rating and review and if you have any questions about this or any other podcast episode email to questions at the Empire Builders Podcast.com.